December 2020, also known as COVID winter version 1.0. Vaccine boosters, circuit breakers, hotel quarantine, supply shortages, variants, JNJ, VTL, ICU, PCR. At the same time, cash runway, grant applications, pitch competitions on Zoom, advisor meetings on Zoom, uh, VCs, SAFEs, NDAs, LOIs. As a first-time founder, living through a pandemic for the first time, contemplating moving from the US to Singapore, I was worried, anxious, and felt like I had little control over anything in my life. Total uncertainty. During that time, I was getting tired of binge-watching Netflix, going on long walks, and I did what most people my age would do. I started learning about classical philosophy. It was mostly as a distraction, out of curiosity, but I was also hoping that the words of the ancients and wise would give me a bit of sense of calm through the, the chaos I was living through. So my goal for the next nine minutes is to share with you a few stories uh, of the earlier days of our startup, Almond Fintech, and takeaways I learned from the great writings of Roman and Greek thinkers uh, that helped me gain a new perspective and may uh, be relevant for other entrepreneurs. So the January of last year, we had some sense of hope. We were cooped up at home, but had a lot of time to make progress on our company. We were working on an app to aggregate different mobile wallets in Myanmar, and things were looking up. My co-founder, Adam, and I were stuck in Boston, but we had a local team in Asia. We had just signed our first partners in Myanmar. We were making progress. Our app was coming together. It was being tested. Um, and the mobile wallets were booming through the pandemic. So it felt like we had ended up in the right place in the right time. Foreshadowing. Some of you know what's coming. Monday, February 1st, 2021. In Boston, we woke up to the news that hours earlier, the Burmese military had staged a coup in Myanmar, overthrown the government, and jailed the top officials. Soon after, the banking system was shut down, the internet was intermittent, uh, protests ensued in the streets of Yangon and other similar large cities across the country. We lost contact with our Burmese team. Now, I want to make it very clear that as an outsider, I cannot claim to understand the political complexity of the situation. The human suffering and conflict that ensued in the ground on Myanmar are incomparable to our problems thousands of kilometers away in Boston. Yet, as startup founders about to launch our product, we felt powerless and confused. We had done our best during a pandemic to build a business, nurture relationships across an ocean, to make a positive impact and promote financial inclusion. Yet, we were virtually defeated due to things outside our control and foresight. Our existing investors and advisors were understanding. They told us, it's okay, you've done your best, close down, reflect, move on. Our Myanmar team turned out to be okay, but our business was done for. About 1,800 years earlier, the Roman emperor, Marcus Aurelius, the Stoic philosopher, was on a military campaign in northeastern Europe. He wrote down his thoughts on his diary, diary uh, often, and that now became known as Aurelius' Meditations, one of the cornerstones of philosophy. One of the most well-known lines is, the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. If written today, it may have been Shit happens. Now, I'm not going to tell you that I happened to read Aurelius' meditations in the right time, got inspired to carry on the company, and that Roman philosophy saved our, saved our butts. 
That's not the case. That would be a feel-good story, but not true. However, Aurelius's meditations give me, uh, gave me uh, a new perspective in hindsight and helped me reflect on what I was living through at the time. In his diary, Aurelius advises himself to think of obstacles, welcome them, and think of them as a, as a part of the journey. Um, keep a cool head no matter what happens. Uh, don't waste your energy over things you don't have a control over. This is, I uh, differ from class, uh, classical Stoic teachings. Stoics would argue that we should keep our expectations and desires in check, so when shit eventually happens, we are not uh, overtaken by emotion. I actually find that healthy from my own experience to live through those emotions uh, and let grief, anger, frustration, confusion run through their course. In fact, all famous Stoics, including Aurelius himself, admit that they are sometimes overtaken by intense emotion, despite their own teachings. But what matters is how you recover and respond once you can think clearly again. It is hard to find a successful entrepreneur, entrepreneur that, who at some point has not faced an existential crisis, but decided to continue. In our case, much to the surprise of our advisors and investors, uh, we did bring Almond back from a major setback. The impediment to action, the adverse political event in Myanmar, advanced action by forcing us to think creatively and pivot into a more scalable and impactful model. What, became, what stood in the way became our way of expanding globally. And furthermore, having bounced back from completely unforeseeable events, such as a military coup and a pandemic, gave our team and our investors further confidence that we will be ready when shit inevitably happens again. A few months later, in Boston, winter was slowly coming to an end, and Almond was transforming to a fintech company now with a global approach. However, having recently shut down our operations in Myanmar, we still lacked a systematic way of thinking about our strategic choices. Financial inclusion was still our North Star, but what about our map, our rudder, and our compass? You know, not many entrepreneurs would seek advice on their business strategy in the pages of Aristotle's metaphysics. Of course, neither did I. But in hindsight, a particular framework devised by Aristotle 2,300 years ago would have been a helpful tool for us or startup companies who happen to find themselves in similar crossroads. Uh, Aristotle, who lived in the 4th century BC in modern-day Greece, sought to understand and explain the principles of being through his four causes framework. Matter, what is something made of? Form, what is the intended shape or form? Agent, the what causes they change? And purpose, what is the ultimate purpose of something? To explain with an example, take a dining table. It's made out of wood, the form is table, it's made by a carpenter and its purpose is dining. Simple. Take a bird's wing, made out of feathers, in the shape of an airfoil, the agent is natural selection, and the purpose is flight. Now let's try to naively apply this to a fintech company. What is a fintech company made out of? Software? Maybe the form is a private limited company? The agent is entrepreneurship and the purpose is profit? The first problem with this approach is the poorly defined purpose. Statistically, we all know that entrepreneurship is a terrible way of making profit, given that 90% of the startups fail and founders are often underpaid. And even if you somehow uh, convince yourself that the purpose is profit and the agent is entrepreneurship, the, the correct form and matter quickly change due to fads and trends. 
a year ago, we could say that the best way to make profit would be an NFT fund. That is similar to building a dining table out of a block of ice that just melts away. Then what? I think a slight reframing of Aristotle's four causes framework can make it a useful tool for modern entrepreneurship, as simple as a series of questions that help define each cause. Matter, what is available to me? Form, what is the ideal way to deliver value? Agent, what is the most appropriate tech? And purpose, what do I care about? For Almond, this was the following. What is available to us? Energy, time, and contact. The most effective way to deliver value? An interoperability network. Most appropriate tech, blockchain, and we care about financial inclusion. We did not start to found a cool Web3 company. We did not identify profit as our ultimate end goal. Instead, we started out with our passions and problems we found worth solving for. Everything else was simply a function of that. Again, we did not go through this exercise strictly at Almond. Things evolved naturally. But in hindsight, we can attribute much of our success uh, to constant questioning of our assumptions around matter, form, and agents while staying true to our purpose. Marcus Aurelius fought wars against five different kingdoms and endured a massive plague during his rule as a Roman emperor. Aristotle was a student and a teacher of philosophy, yet 80% of his works were eventually lost. For their contemporaries, Marcus Aurelius should have been remembered as a conqueror, and Aristotle's ideas, like many of his colleagues, had little chance of ever being read by his grandkids. Yet, their timeless ideas continue to spark debates and inspire people across disciplines thousands of years ago, thousands of years later. So while the modern fintech entrepreneur is trying to keep up with the DeFi summer, the crypto winter, seasons, fashions, trends, and fads, a good place to return to may be the tried and true teachings of the great minds from a long time ago. The best place to start when searching for the next big thing Maybe, the, maybe what has survived the test of time. Thank you.